0: The Hammerdown Racing Report, and now your hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller.
1: Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for May nineteenth, twenty twenty-two. Show number one or two hundred and thirty-one. Yeah, <laughs> hundred off there.
2: I, I, I was ready to correct you on that one.
1: I appreciate it. There you go. Um. Coming at you uh, live from the Ron Miller Race Cars uh, Hammerdown Racing Report studio. It is the Hammerdown Racing Report, presented by Oakshade Raceway. Live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And uh, you can always listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, on demand, including Spotify, Stitcher. I don't know. What are some of the other big ones? I use Google. Yeah. Google Podcasts. They're all there. Apple Podcasts. iTunes. I think it's now Apple, Pie. anyways, yeah, we're on all those tonight on the show. We will be speaking to, uh, Justin Peck, who is uh, currently second in uh, all-star circuit of champion uh, points and, uh, picked up, uh, two of, uh, three events with, for the all-stars this past weekend, one at I-96 on Friday, second at Wayne County on Saturday, and then, uh, picked up the win at Waynesfield on Sunday.
2: It's, it's going to be interesting to talk to him because he's not exactly, uh, a household name, so. Be interesting to see where he came from, and uh, yeah. It, I did some prep. He's got an interesting two, background. Two out of three is pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Also on the show, we'll be speaking with uh, Caleb Griffith, who uh, picked up the uh, win Friday night at Attica in the 410 Sprints. Also a 2014, uh 2014 410 Sprint Track champion there yeah. as well. And Ryan Weekman will join us uh, a little bit later with our weekend weather pit stop, which is a little complicated again. Yeah. seem to be getting we're in a bad pattern. Uh thanks Oakshade Raceway where the fastest meets race racing it's on It's going to be Saturday. tough for Ryan
2: to get good reviews.
1: Nice. Yes. Um uh please don't uh review our show based on his performance. By yeah. The way. Uh follow uh Oakshade Raceway on social media or visit oakshaderaceway.com. Bill Reckner Memorial scheduled to try to get the uh ske- the season going uh, this Saturday night. Uh gates open at 4, racing at 7. Full show Late models, Sportsman, Dominator, Superstocks, and, and compacts. Compacts. So, uh, uh, fingers crossed, uh, the weather cooperates uh, for us for this weekend. The first three weeks have mother Mother Nature is not a racing bat. She maybe she's she knows there's a tire situation, and she's trying to do her part to help out with that. Right. If you don't race, you don't use up yeah, tires. That's
2: it. If you're not using tires, you ain't ain't no sense in buying uh-huh. them.
1: Uh check out Dominator Race Products. Uh new aluminum body washers at Dominator Race com. Um they have body components, much more for dirt late models, modified sprint cars, and street stocks. And and more. Dominator com. Call them 419-923-6970. You having some issues there? Yeah.
2: Keep talking. I'll oh. tell you if you're working. Okay.
1: Right. I think John was having some issues last week when he he was in your uh, seat last week uh, when you were on the road. Uh, Conte Free Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from oh, action Scott. shots to Scott. Oh Scott. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah,
2: the, the new gold one works great. Right. Well,
1: that came with the little box,
2: so I can turn the volume down a little now. All too. right, good. Now I lost my
1: <laughs> there. Oh uh, from action <laughs> shots to Victory Lane. They have all your favorite drivers. Also, uh, they do special photo shoots by appointment. Uh, freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time. Call Charlie four one nine four seven six nine nine seven six 9976 and, uh, check out their custom column calendars and other, uh, fun.
2: If, if you want to, uh, that they have. if you want to, uh, and he's
1: probably, he's, he's been going to all these other tracks because Oakshade's been it rained out and he's the track photographer there. So, right.
2: If, if you want to, uh, propose to your girlfriend on the front stretch, just let him know ahead of time and. He could video it.
1: Oh, okay. That's where you're going with that. I yeah. thought that he was the guy that, to talk to for that. I was like, oh, okay. They
2: no, no. Yeah. Fun times. All
1: right. Well, how about uh, we ring up uh, Justin Peck here after we thank also Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars uh, as well for uh, sponsoring the program. We'll be giving away some uh, Big D's Pizza a little bit later on tonight.
2: Nice beard you got going, Scott. It's my playoff beard. Yeah.
1: While I back in action tomorrow and- night, game one of the uh, conference finals, I believe it is.
2: This uh, this series going to be a little tougher. I know nothing about Utah, so I don't know. Okay, I'll find out.
1: I will have to listen to my uh, wall or my uh, hockey podcast, my minor league hockey podcast. I don't know what that is. I'll have to find one. <laughs> I know they were talking about starting one. I was working at the radio stations. I think they had one, but I don't know what happened to it. So we'll find out. Justin Peck over uh, from.
3: Uh... Hi, is this Justin? Yes,
1: sir. Justin, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. It's the Hammerdown Racing Report. How's it going?
2: Good. How are you, man? Pretty good. Wonderful. Good Good evening.
1: First, I wanted to start off by uh, congratulating you on uh, your two wins uh, this past weekend at I-96 on Friday night in Waynesfield on uh, Sunday.
3: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it was uh, a good weekend, to say the (laughs)
1: least. Second uh, Saturday night at Wayne County, I mean, in in your racing career so far, I I know you've You've accomplished a lot in, in different things, but uh, how does this weekend uh, rank up there?
3: Uh, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, we kind of feel like we, we could have been doing that all year. It's just, uh, you know, stuff kind of hadn't really panned our way, you know what I mean? Or it seemed like car was on and I was off, or I was on and the car was a little off. So, uh, you know, we've had the speed, just haven't necessarily been able to park in victory lane, so... I think, uh, you know, I think this week ranks up there just for the fact that uh, I think that that's just kind of the, you know, the mark for the season of putting it all together. I think, you know, I think we're going to, you know, pick off a couple more wins here in the next coming weeks. Uh, our motor program pretty stout right now. Uh, cars on, man, and I feel like I'm just, uh, you know, I feel like I'm making good decisions on, on the racetrack. So I think, I think it's just all going to add up to, to more wins.
1: Now, did you uh, make any changes to the car before this weekend, or was it uh, maybe changes uh, to to the driver's mindset? What what uh, what was different about this weekend?
3: Well, you know, a couple things. I mean, going, uh, we we put a new car together for uh, you know two weeks ago, um, and then you know, we ran those two nights uh, all star stuff. I think we were at uh, we were at Sharon. Uh, the following weekend I was supposed to go to Eldora, canceled. Uh, so really, we I mean, pretty much had a fresh car going into this weekend. Um, and, you know, Russ over at RPM Chats, I mean, he builds all, you know, he builds awesome race cars. So it's, uh, you put a, you put a new one of those together. It's like putting on a new ball club. You know what I mean? You know, you feel like you can make more plays, feel like you can race the car a little bit harder. So, uh, I think, I think a little bit of that, you know, makes, making better decisions. I mean, we seemed all click. You know, we had the car capable of doing that, you know, doing that extra tenth that it takes to run, you know, the difference between running second and first. Um, uh, you know, I felt like I was, I was capable of making those kind of decisions and making those moves. So it just, like I said, it all just kind of, kind of worked together.
2: With rain through the area, were those both hammered down racetracks last weekend?
3: No, it's uh you know, I ninety six was honestly a little different than I'd seen it. I mean it, you know, usually it seems a little bit heavier when we go there. Um so it was, you know, we were able to kinda of hustle a little bit more, track out a little bit wider bottom kinda of went away, uh, you know, towards the end of the feature. So uh got really wild. We was able to hammer down on the top and that's kinda of how we went the first night. Um uh, I and even at Wayne County, man, you know, it was dirty, kinda of dusty, slick, so uh, we did we put a good night together there. We go to Waynesfield. It's uh, you know typical Waynesfield. It's slick all the way bottom to top. Big curve to go right around on the top. So it's a lot of fun, man. I love going to those racetracks. It's uh, that's one of the weekends you look forward to.
1: I was going to say a lot of sprint car drivers that we've been we've spoke to over the years on this show have uh, stated how much they love Waynesfield. What what is it about that track that the drivers like?
3: Man, it's just racy. It's a little you know it's a little boring. It's got high banks. I mean, it just uh, gets real wide. Slick, you know you normally you got a big top to go run and even you know even when the top's not there I mean it's just it just racing all the way around It's uh, you know it's one of those dudes you can kind of get up on the bank and get a little momentum going but uh, the bottom you know that's what guys do most of the night so the bottom usually comes in there late in the night uh, you know pretty heavy bottom when everything else is slick so uh, you kind of got your choice of what you want to do it's just uh, I think it's just more of a driver's racetrack
1: now uh, does it, does winning there does that, uh, does that help make you like a track if it's a track you've won at what? What's that? I say, if it, if you've won at that track, does that uh, does that also factor into how well you like the track?
3: Um, yeah, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, uh, so it's always nice to go win at a joint. But uh, I mean, for me, I mean, I just it's one of those tracks. Like you know, I, I went there a handful of times and we didn't do shit. So <laughs> it's uh, it's you know, it's just one of those joints, man. I think I think you can make up for a mistake, and it's one of those joints that if you're on all night, I mean, you can really put a hurt on some guys. I think that's why most guys like it. I mean, I went there a couple times. Like I said, got my butt kicked. And then, you know, when I was still running for my dad, we were fortunate enough to win one of those deals. So every time we go back, it's just kind of a special deal. I mean, it's, like I said, it, it's a racy joint. But I guess since I did win there with my dad, it kind of makes it that a little extra special.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, you're second in points now with the All Stars. Uh, how do you feel about? Am your, I really? Yeah. How, how do you feel about your yeah. chances of uh, winning that championship? Uh, newsflash there for you
3: yeah i mean i i thought it was good but i i, I try not to look at that shit <laughs> you know what i mean it's just i mean it's it's you know for for our deal with the highest speed week and then go the all-stars going to knoxville and you know we don't we don't go there throughout the year, and it's it's that week you know those couple weeks are leading into three station nationals and four ten nationals it's i think if you can get through those deals it's pretty good if we're still sitting you know really close to first or on top of the board i'll feel pretty good about my chances but uh I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not too worried about it at this point in time. I I'm just worried about winning races. And if we can get through speed week on, you know, pretty high up there on top of the board, um, yeah, I feel like we got a pretty good shot. But just as far as from a speed standpoint, I feel like we've got a good shot. Um, I mean, the points kind of come down to one of those deals, you know, I might have two, three DNFs, you know, somebody else might not, or, or vice versa. I might not. I might only have one DNF versus a guy three or four. And that's kind of what, uh can, you know, can really sway the points. So it just, I'm, I, like I said, I'm more so worried about winning races, but uh, from a speed standpoint, I know we got the capability of doing it. It's just a matter of how the cards fall.
2: I've, I've been doing this a long time, so you can almost depend on at least one DNF.
3: Yeah, I mean, that, that's you know, it's like last year I was, you know, I got a concussion about this time last year, uh, Weifer Memorial weekend. So right before Ohio Speed weekend, um, the following week after that Weifer deal was four races, uh, or one race in Illinois, three races in Wisconsin, kind of the weekend we're going into. So those are, those are tracks I look forward to going into. And um, unfortunately, that's kind of what put ourselves out of the championship. I mean, even when I came back, you know, after that deal, I really wasn't 100%. Um, still was able to get second in the owner's championship. Um, but, you know, we weren't really close. I mean, we were a couple of races out of contention for the, for the, for the deal. So I think uh, if we can just stay healthy and care for Motor Park together, like I said, I think that's, that's a huge deal and what, why we're running well right now. Uh, not necessarily. We got power. It's just we got drivability, and I think that's a huge deal.
1: at uh, At the beginning of the season, was it uh, your goal to uh, run for the All Star uh, championship?
3: Yeah, that's yeah, that's what we set out to do last year. When I got with Tom Book, that's kind of was our deal. We were going to do two years. You know, we said we we did a two year deal, um, and we were going for the All Star championship. So we we knew what our goals were going into the year. I mean, obviously, we want to win crown jewels. You know, you want to win races outside of that, but. Ultimate goal. I mean, uh, you know, when we when we look reflect on the season, if, if we won a championship or not. If we had a good year.
1: Uh, again, we're talking to uh, Justin Peck, and uh, looking back, uh, I guess earlier in your career, um, 2010, you were running on asphalt in, in a midget and actually became the uh, youngest uh, Kenyan midget winner in history. Uh, how did you get yep. from from that to where you are now?
3: Uh, a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we went from the quarter major deal, it was me and Pops, you know, we run a quarter major, um, and we went to the, graduated into the dirt micro stuff, the 600 CC stuff around Indiana. Um, and it just kind of came about, man, a friend of mine, Eric Conn games at that time on uh, the Off Barbecue Grill there in Brownsburg. Um, you know, he had a kid that was racing and he was going out to college and he was running, uh, you know, the K major stuff at the time and he was getting into the, you know, the payment major stuff, uh, back when it was still kind of popular. Um, he had a car sitting there, so it was just one of those deals. Uh, we we're friends with him, and he said, uh, hey, if I got this car here. You know, you guys, you know, maintain it, take it to the racetrack, stuff like that. You guys can run it if you want. And so uh, we put a little schedule together of kind of a mixed deal, uh, you know, running the micro stuff, running the midges, uh, candy midges stuff. And uh, we ended up doing two years of that, and never, n- none of it was ever full-time in the series, but we ran quite a majority of it. We were able to pick off a couple wins.
1: And in two thousand twelve you actually ran a couple of uh Jeg C R A All Star uh late model races, right?
3: Yeah, so that was another deal. It was one of my dad's buddies that so my dad was a pavement late model race. That's what that's what he did before uh you know, before I came about started racing and doing my deal. So uh he had a couple of buddies there in the Ohio area. Uh, a guy named Tommy Simpson out of Columbus, Ohio. Or, yeah, I think he was out of Columbus. Um anyway. Uh you know, he had a car, he had a car sitting there and, uh, he was buddies with my dad, same kind of deal, you know, you guys maintain it or whatever, you guys can go run it. So we, we put a couple of deals together and honestly, I thought it was boring. You know, at that time <laughs> I was running the, the micro stuff and, uh, you know, running some of the, the uh, candy major deal and, uh, we decided it was, I was at that year, it was, I was 13 at that time. So I was running, I was running the micro stuff, power at micros full time. and you know, I was doing a couple, uh, Jags all-star tour races and then I just was like i'm done with that we went midget racing um you know we were at the kind of that stepping stone where it was like time to move on to the micro stuff um and that was kind of our route we were going to go pay me late mo- lay model racing or dirt midget race and then we decided to go there
1: now was it the the cars or was it the asphalt versus dirt that helped with that decision
3: <laughs> no it was it was it was kind of the cars i mean it just it didn't feel like we were going fast and it wasn't it wasn't as fun you know going straight and <laughs> um, you know, I, I mean, all of my quarter vision career. You know, I as a payment guy, and then went into the dirt micro. So really, I hadn't done anything on dirt other than dirt micro stuff at that time. And I just, it was more fun, belt um, wheel stuff. Just was more exciting. It was more action packed and fast paced, and that's kind of my style. And that's so that's kind of the route. That's kind of was the ultimate factor on why we went the dirt route.
1: Okay, and it's taken you to uh, to some good places, and, and it looks like you're you're on your way to to some success unless you talk to Ron here. who's pessimistic about the DNFs all the time, but
2: uh, they're, they're just a fact of yeah, life, know. you know, <laughs> something's going to break at the worst possible time.
1: Uh, what yeah. uh, you've run it at, at a bunch of different tracks. Uh, I mean, what's your favorite place to, uh, to race at
3: Kokomo Speedway all day, man. I'm from Indianapolis, you know, I got to say Kokomo Speedway.
1: Okay. Just because it's close, or any other reasons? There, have you had success?
3: Well, it's it's, just, it's a badass joint, man. I mean, you get up, you get up ripping on the fence. You get a bottom, a good bottom rolling, flick through the middle. You know, big curb on the fence. I mean, how much better could you get? A little quarter mile boring. It's uh, it's always action packed, man. It's fun.
2: Any chance that uh, our listeners will get to see you at Attica tomorrow? Oh, he's going to Wisconsin no. this weekend.
3: Yeah, say, uh, I would say I'm already up here in Wisconsin. Uh, tomorrow we got Wilmot Speedway with the All-Stars, Plymouth Speedway Friday, or I'm sorry, Saturday, and then Angel Park Speedway Sunday, all All-Star races.
1: All yeah. right. Um, so what, what? is there a, an event uh, still coming up uh, that you're looking forward to a lot this uh, this season?
3: <laughs> um, yeah, really all of them. I mean, the big ones, you know, obviously we got Speed Speedway coming up, and then we got Knoxville, Eldora, uh, Kings Royal. Um you know all those stuff I'm looking forward to uh you know I always love when I get the opportunity to go to Lincoln Speedway over in pennsylvania uh you know that's probably my that's in my top three top five favorite tracks in the country so that's <clears throat> the one we race on a consistent basis that's probably my favorite so I always look forward to going back there
1: do you uh do you like racing against the pennsylvania posse
3: yeah, it's a lot of fun man those <laughs> those fans out there are nuts dude they're uh they're diehards. I mean I love it man they're i say they're nuts just for the fact that they're all diehard sprint car fans man they're uh yeah, their turn to their boys but uh they always seem to they always seem to, to try and grow and love you know love and grow the sport so I, I got a lot of respect for those guys out there
2: well uh, they always start their season wearing car hearts uh it's it's cold when they start so yeah it's <laughs> it's big deal over there
3: dude we went when we went to the icebreaker last year at lincoln speedway there was freaking snow on the ground and they had a sold out crowd i'd never see <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: yep absolutely true story
3: dude that's that was when. Uh, that was when. Like, I always knew Pennsylvania was the sprint car country until, like, when I went there and saw that. That was like. That was the. the you know that. Like when I like it, it solidified in my mind that sprint, like Pennsylvania's sprint car country is best in the country.
1: Now, did, did, did they root against you when you're over there in Pennsylvania?
3: No, they. You know, I'm driving for Tom Book, I mean, he's a Pennsylvania-based team. They always seem to show love for us when we go out there. Um, I don't know if it's because we. You know, when the All Stars have an off weekend, you know, eight times out of ten we're in Pennsylvania. Um, the other two times were with the all-stars or I mean the outlaws, but, uh, yeah, they always seem to like us out there, man. They, I got a, I got a lot of respect for those guys. Like I said, and it, it doesn't hurt that they seem to like our, our deal going on.
0: Now
1: you said, uh, you're on the second year of a two-year deal running, uh, with the all-stars here. Uh, what are your plans, uh, for next year and looking forward?
3: Uh, you know, we haven't really talked about it hundred percent. I mean, uh, you know, Tom and I have a pretty good idea of what's going to go on, so. Um, it's just a matter of where we end up. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, I don't know, nothing, nothing set in stone, nothing, you know, nothing here or there, but, uh, yeah, Tom and I are pretty much on think-based what, what, what we think we need to do, um, how we're going to grow our race team. So we we'll, uh, I guess we'll just have to see what, what happens over the winter.
1: Sounds good. Uh, something you probably don't know, but a lot of our guests, uh, usually go on to uh, win their next race or next yeah. couple races after being on our show. So you got that, uh, that weekend you're in Wisconsin right now. You're already up there, yes, sir. Uh, yep. yeah, high
2: expectations for you
1: 6,000 to win. Sh- hey, that's good. <laughs> 6,000 to win shows. You got Wilma Plymouth and uh, Angel Park. What, what's uh, what's your predictions uh, for how well you think you're going to do this weekend? You think you can uh, do as well as last weekend?
3: Yeah, I mean, we uh, you know, there's always that potential. Um, you know, it's gonna be tough. I mean, these guys out here that were racing is tough, you know, they're no joke. And then uh, you had to get in those top guys from the a deal. Uh, you got a pretty tough race. So it's just a matter of how the cards play out. I know our stuff's going to be fast. I know I'm going to be honest. So uh, we'll just have to see what the weekend has in store.
1: All right, Justin. Well, we appreciate the time and uh, good luck this weekend.
3: Yep. I appreciate it, fellas. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Uh,
1: we'll see you.
2: Make us proud.
3: Yep. Take care. All right. Bye.
1: There you go. Justin Peck uh second in points uh, apparently news flash for him. He didn't Ta-da! Uh second in points uh with the All-Stars after his uh very successful weekend. Yeah. Two wins and a second place uh finish and uh going in for uh eighteen hundred possible or 1800, eighteen hundred, eighteen thousand uh up for grabs. For the six, three days six thousand yeah. each night, yeah, over there in Wisconsin. So good luck to him. Uh, Coming up in a little bit, we'll be talking to uh, Caleb Griffith, 410 uh, feature winner at Attica and 2014 track champion there. Um, Yeah. A little bit later, John Ivey says gas on the right.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. I did have a lot of questions about where the gas pedal was in the race car. Really? Yeah. I had my car at the touch-a-truck thing last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Is that one in the middle? Is that the the gas pedal? I'm like, no, it's like a regular car. Gas pedal's on the right. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's uh, knock out some uh, racing roundups, some action from uh, last weekend, as we just mentioned. uh, Friday night at Attica Raceway Park, Caleb Griffith was the uh, winner of the 410 Sprints. Matt Foose picked up the uh, win in the 305s. Ryan Missler. um, Sporting his shirt tonight. Oh, there you go. That's that's why I was wearing his shirt. He picked up Ooh. the uh, late model win over there at Attica on Friday night. Actually, it was the Attica Oakshade late model series event, too. Right. Uh, also Friday night, Limeland, Bryce Massengill won the uh, Thunder Midget uh, feature event. The uh, Striker Memorial, I believe it was. Jeff Koz was the winner in the Modifieds. And uh, our uh, very own Craig Dittman picked up the uh, Thunderstock feature win there.
2: News flash. Uh-oh. Craig Dippman should be racing at Toledo Speedway I on knew that. Sunday.
1: I wasn't sure if he was going to be in the. He told yes. me he bought an yes. asphalt car because yes, he did. Because why? Because he, he doesn't have because, enough cars. Because he
2: could, I guess. Yeah. So if if you're not doing anything Sunday, head over for Toledo Speedway and watch Craig.
1: And, and speaking of uh, t-shirts, show show off your t-shirt there, Ron.
2: I well. That mean I have to stand up. Oh, well,
1: here we go. Uh, thanks to uh, Mr. Nylander for uh, sending us.
2: I I don't know if it was Mr. Nylander. I, I'm sure it was Heather. Okay. But some really cool, really cool T-shirts for both of us. Oh, and yeah, some, we got stickers. some stickers.
1: Yeah, we're gonna decorate yeah. the studio, our new studio table over there. So, uh, thanks to them. All of our uh, guests we have on. Not you don't have to be from Australia to do that. But you no. feel free to send us stuff.
2: You know. No, it actually took so, a little longer than I thought I, i'd forgotten about it yeah see totally, that's yeah. that's because it was held up in the post
1: uh saturday night oak shade raceway uh unfortunately it was rained out uh, had a nice downpour just as i was getting ready to head out there I think it was about three o'clock they had they pulled the plug unfortunately
2: yeah my son steve had uh he'd been gone about 15 minutes and when they he had already around, left yeah yeah I, I i was being a little more cautious yeah
1: I had just texted uh, Pam. How's the weather looking out there? Because it didn't look good on the radar. Yeah. And then two minutes later, I got a text from Chrissy saying we're canceled. I was like, all right. Well, that
2: sucks. Put this up on the website.
1: Then I had to hurry up and unload my car before it started raining here. Uh, Sandusky Speedway was in action Saturday night. uh, They had double features. Clayton Oliver picked up uh, both the uh, Renegade feature wins. Ooh. And Don Boron won both pure stock features. So,
2: yeah. Hmm. I think they if uh,
1: need to put them at the back or something. Put a bounty on them.
2: If any of the Sandusky guys are looking for the uh, Tall City tires, we've got a good inventory of them right now.
1: Romilla race cars, there you go. That's it. Uh, also an action Saturday night, Fremont Speedway. Cole Macedo picking up uh, the victory there in the 410th Prince He actually, uh, plugged a hole in his tire during a, a red flag. Ooh. He, uh, I, I believe what I read was it took like three of those, uh, repair yeah, kit plug yeah. things because if they changed the tire, then he would have had to go to, to the, the rear. Tire. Yeah. So that way he, they maintained his position. They found the leak under the red flag, plugged the hole. Uh, I'm guessing they probably put a little more air in there and he was uh, good to go. <laughs> uh, pretty cool there though. Yeah. Um, Sean Valenny, he picked up the uh, win in 305s. And uh, as far as I know, Jeff Babcock was the winner in the uh, dirt trucks. Uh, I did see some uh, comments uh, going around about some disqualifications, but I could not verify any of those through official channels. So I can only only say that that those are... The
2: points that they have posted on the Fremont website indicate that Jeff Babcock did not win and Dave Gumby did not finish third.
1: Okay. Well, I reached out to Brian Lisky, and I did not get a response. So, so like I said. I, I reached thing.
2: out to uh, two or three people from Fremont and I didn't get a re- response. Hmm. Maybe they don't know. Or they don't want to say. Or they
1: don't know. and They haven't decided yet. I don't know. I'm um, Speedway. They were in action Saturday night. Uh Zeke McKenzie picked up the uh, modified win. Garrett Bradley, uh was a Super Stocks winner. Dustin Markham picked up the Street Stock feature win and uh, Josh Gamlin uh was the winner in the Hornet's Flat Rock Speedway also in action. With all the rain on Saturday, it seemed to be targeted right on Oakshade, but all the other tracks it, Well, it uh, were seemed able to as though
2: the tracks north of Yeah, it was our just, area. it
1: was a very isolated yeah. deal. Although I did look like it was Threatening Fremont there for a while.
2: They got a little bit of rain. did then they? Um, which I think probably is why the track records fell in so many divisions there. Fast track that night.
1: Uh, Flat Rock Speedway uh, Saturday, Eric Lee picked up the uh, late model feature win. Ron Allen was the uh, Street Stock A-Main feature winner. Taylor Papineau won the uh, B-Mains for the uh, the Street Stocks. And Jeremy Vanderhoof uh, picked up the uh, figure eight.
2: Any wind. any word on how Ken Schrader did there?
1: Uh, no, I did not. Uh I, okay. I probably could have looked. I forgot may, he was actually may, running. Maybe,
2: maybe one of our. Uh,
1: maybe Dave can. Uh, we'll stick Mr. Dave Kimmer. on that. Dave can uh, let us know how Ken Schrader uh, did in because he ran the uh, Late Metals and Street Stocks, yes. I believe, at uh, Flat Rock on Saturday night. Sunday uh the only result I got was uh, A.J. Padgett winning the uh, school bus figure eight. So Ken Schrader did not win that. Again, I don't think he's ever won one yet. No, not yet. He's, he's competed, but uh, yeah. Uh, again, if you're, uh, I know Gilbert says uh, there's a 70% chance of uh, rain this weekend. We will have the weekend weather pit stop coming up uh, a little bit later with Ryan Weekman. He's a little bit of an expert on that. It's kind of what he does. Um, Waynesfield uh, Raceway Park was in action Sunday as well. Justin Peck, uh, who we just uh, spoke with, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote just Peck. <laughs> okay, Uh, Justin Peck uh, picked up the uh, All Star Circuit of Champions uh, 410 Sprint Feature win Sunday at Waynesfield. Todd Sherman was the uh, winner in the Modifieds. Um, uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions also in action, as we mentioned. Friday night at nine eighty six Justin Peck picking up the win there. Saturday it was uh, Hunter Schoenberg Schurren- uh, who picked up the win over at Wayne County Speedway uh, with uh, Peck's finishing second there. Charlie
2: Orns said that Schrader was fourth in the late model feature and sixth the- in the uh, street stock feature.
1: Thank you, Charlie.
2: Appreciate that.
1: Uh, World of Outlaw, Nas Energy Drink, Sprint Car Action, at Williams Grove. Friday night was rained out. Saturday night, uh, they did get that show in, and Brett Marks picked up the win. Uh, on Tuesday, they were at uh, Bridgeport Motorsports Park, and I think I watched the end of that. Uh, Sheldon Hoddenshield uh, traded slide jobs with Kyle Larson there at the uh, end, and uh, Larson faded the past uh, last few laps, and Hoddenshield went on to pick up the win. So it's like Larson's
2: human, barely.
1: Barely. Uh, the uh, NTT IndyCar Series was in action Saturday for the uh, Indy Grand Prix. I did watch a little bit of that too. Um, after I unloaded the car, I was like, oh, huh. look, it's raining in Indy." Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, they're racing in the the rain, and that does make a interesting thing where they have to change or decide which tires to run. Cause there was a lot of people spinning out and choosing the wrong tires and tires. Uh, when they put on the Ray tires and it was dry, it looked like the tires that I used at Sandusky on New Year's day or yeah, the hangover race, which wasn't on New Year's day, but yeah. Uh, Colton Herta ended up picking up the win there. Okay. In NASCAR action, uh, Kurt Busch picked up the win in the Advent health 400 at Kansas Speedway. Uh, and then, uh, Saturday night, uh, Zane Smith won the Heart of America 200 at Kansas Speedway. It was
2: uh, his third win of the season. Once again, showing that Kyle Larson is human. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but uh, in some other notes here, Kyle Larson dominated night two of the Colossal 100 on uh, last Thursday at the uh, dirt track at Charlotte. Friday night was rained out. Chris Madden won on Saturday, uh, banking the uh, $50,000 top prize for the Colossal 100. Dennis Herb Jr. took the victory on Thursday night's Castrol Flow Racing Night in America last Thursday at uh, Lincoln Speedway. Tyler Herb took the victory on uh, Friday night, uh, that which was a Mars Racing Series late model uh, event at Farmer City. Bobby Pierce held off Brandon Shepard to win Saturday's spring shootout for the Mars Racing uh, Series late models at Fairbury Speedway. Shepard's second place finish, though, was good enough to take the Illinois Speed Week's championship. And I did watch this last night, the Kestrel uh, Flow Racing Night in America from Marshalltown uh, Speedway, and I went. never saw that track before. It looked like yeah, a fun track. Yeah. Real thin cushion though, right up around a the edge. Right at the fence. Um, I forget who it was. Uh, one of them jumped the cushion and he went over top and rolled. Probably Bobby Pierce. No, it was not Bobby Pierce. Oh. Can't remember who it was, but uh, he's known
2: for trying to knock down walls. Though well,
1: way. there was no wall around the it was oh. uh, the only wall they had was like uh, around the uh, the front stretch there. Uh, but uh, Hudson O'Neill uh, picked up the win last night over there in Marshalltown Speedway in Iowa. Uh, Thanks to Big D's uh, Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and More in Clyde, Ohio. We'll be giving away some uh, Big D's Pizza here in a little bit. Call 419-547-1444. I did see a note on uh, their Facebook that uh, due to the gas prices, their delivery charge is going to go up a little bit starting the 23rd, I believe. So is that? is that Monday? I think that's
2: Monday. Monday,
1: yeah. So order a lot of pizza. Get it delivered this weekend. Take advantage
2: of uh, the current delivery price. Both, both Dave Kemmer and Steve Miller said it was Ricky. Ricky Thornton.
1: Thornton. Okay, that's right. Yes, Ricky Thornton Jr. He was he was fine. By the way, he got out. RTJ. Yes. Um. Oh yeah, check out the uh, the new pizza burger over there, topped with uh, pizza sauce, pizza cheese, pepperoni on a toasted bun. It's a
2: burger. I think I need a couple of those. Do you? Yeah.
1: I'm I'm interested to try one of those. Also, don't forget to give uh, Ron Miller Race Cars a call seven three four eight five six Seven two two three. He's got race cars, parts, safety equipment, service—everything a racer needs. Uh, coming up in a little bit, we'll uh, be speaking with Caleb Griffith. Uh, we'll see if he uh, he may join us uh, with video here. He's supposed to uh, connect with us about seven forty, so try. about seven minutes from now. Yeah, and uh, if not, we'll be uh, giving him a call. So we'll uh, bust out some racing news before we get to that. Hunter Rich uh, has uh, received uh, uh, the, the lifetime bans from several tracks after attacking a track official right. at uh, Wirtbird Speedway a few weeks back. Remember that? Yep, we showed the video. I don't think I still have the video on here. Um, I should have uploaded that again. Anyways, I got an update from uh, one of our listeners. Okay. Who was a little more familiar with the situation. Um, Chris Slater uh, one of our listeners uh, had a little more of the backstory on this, and it seems the uh, week before, uh, the week before the incident right. that that where we saw the video, the track official had uh, ripped the shocks out of the car when he was towed uh, the week before in some other incident. Which then I got to thinking, well, maybe this guy's wrecking. He shouldn't wreck every week. That's a problem. But anyways, so he was mad at the track official for ripping the shocks out from the week before. Tow truck driver, tow truck, maybe? Yeah. yeah. T- okay. Track official, tow truck driver, whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, the week of the incident, Hunter kindly asked the—I'm sure it was kindly—kindly kindly yeah. asked the uh, same official to find someone else to tow his car because he wasn't going to let the same guy uh, tow it again. And that's when things started to get heated between the two— um, and the big guy that we saw that uh, was running, uh, came, came charging, came charging down the track and right, jumped right. over the car, Yep, that apparently was uh, Hunter's father. Oh, my. Yeah, <laughs> Which I think he got the best part of that video. Jumped uh, over the front of that car. It looked painful, though. Yeah, big dude. Yeah, so uh, a little bit of uh, the backstory uh, of of that incident from a few weeks. And if you didn't see that... Um, check out our show. I think it was two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Check out our show two weeks ago. There's a video of it, too, if you, you want to watch our Facebook Live. Uh, it's on there. Daniel Dye has been reinstated for competition. He was allowed to compete in the uh, ARCA race at uh, Kansas over the weekend after being suspended uh, for the groin punch a few weeks back uh, that we talked about. He, he's in high school. The high school suspended yeah. him and everything. And he was actually... Um, uh, charged with a felony battery. Uh, on Friday, though, the state attorney's office in Volusia County reduced the charges from the felony battery to a misdemeanor battery. Di wrote uh, A misdemeanor? Mis- misdemeanor. Yeah, he misdemeanor. That's great. Okay. Di wrote in, in a uh, lengthy post that uh, the boys were playing a childish game that they have been playing since the ninth grade. They got him, and then he got them back. I see. That's a fun game. Hey! Watch oh, this! I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. Ooh. So yeah, don't do that. That's a game I don't think. No, I don't No, don't do it. There's no winners in that. No, there's no winners not at, at all. all. That's not a game to play. Uh, and you could get a felony battery charge on you. Yeah, uh, which is even worse. So uh, yeah, but I guess he's he's back.
2: There was nothing malicious about it. It was just child child's play, is that what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: even if it's, even if it's uh, just in fun and games, it's still malicious. It hurts. Yeah. Hurts yeah. donut. Remember those uh, from when I was a kid. Yeah. Want a Hurts donut? Hurts donut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Ashley. Going, Scott. Ashley Bush filed for divorce uh, as of uh, May 9th, according to uh, TMZ. In the documents, she noted that their marriage was irretrievably broken, In the filing, she also uh, noted that last month, Kurt cut off her access to the joint bank accounts. She further claimed that uh, Kurt is requesting her to leave the uh, Florida home by June. And apparently, I think there was a prenup involved in that. So Kurt's had an interesting weekend himself, picking up the the cup win, uh, first win of the season.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, it it must not have broken him up emotionally too horribly bad.
1: (laughs) No, no, probably like... He was probably going, ha, ah, I get this money from winning and you don't get to touch it. Um, Kurt Bush issued the uh, following uh, statement. Uh, wait, no, I already said this. Uh, yeah, no. Kurt Bush issued the following statement. Upon inquiry by various press outlets today, I'm heartbroken to confirm that my wife, Ashley, and I are working to dissolve our marriage. Divorce is a personal and private matter and I hope our privacy will be respected. Which, of course, apparently we didn't respect that because we're Blabbing it all over, so apologies to Kurt Bush there on that. Don't sue us for libel, Kurt. We didn't say anything not true or malicious. No, I don't think so. Uh, still got a couple of minutes before we uh, talk to Caleb here. You want to bust out the uh, how many? Sure. Play some uh, how many here. Chance to win some Big D's pizza. You do have 30 days to claim your pizza. Last week was uh, how many late miles were going to be at Oakshade on Saturday? <laughs> That ended up being? Zip. Yeah, zero. So, uh, Ron, you were you picked Lois with 28. Yeah. You're the winner right. in, of the show. Kurt Dickey, surprisingly, was the only one that picked zero. He was really? the only pessimist. He was the only one. Last well, week. I so. was
2: trying to be optimistic. I yeah. really wanted to say zero, but nah. So, Kurt Dickey. I was, I was hoping for the best.
1: Picks up uh, the win there for uh, how many. He wins a Big D's pizza. Kurt, you have 30 days to claim your pizza. Uh, get with Big D's dean henry or myself and we'll, we'll hook you up on that this week's how many um switch back to
2: the comments here i understand one of our associate producers is headed over there and he's looking for uh orders from us really yeah excellent so you're, you're supposed to message him
3: yeah,
1: and caleb uh, is connecting here so all uh, right we'll be talking to him here momentarily um this week's How Many is How Many 410 Sprint Cars uh, World Outlaws are going to be at Attica Ooh, Friday night, tomorrow night. that's, gonna,
2: that's gonna, That could be a biggie. That could be a biggie. You get to choose first. 36.
1: Well, I'm going to go with 37 then. So if you would like a chance to win a Big D's Pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the comments. Bring Caleb in. Let's Facebook see what he's got Live. to say. All right, we'll bring Caleb in. you think he's got some insight. Hey, Caleb, how's it going?
4: Hey, not too bad. How are you?
1: Pretty good. We're playing a little game here before we uh, talk to you. How many? And uh, we're trying did, to, did trying to hear,
2: guess... Did you hear our how many?
4: I did, and I, I, I see that he prices right at you. I'm going to uh, <laughs> <gonna> go 43. <laughs>
1: 43. He's, he's going higher than me, even. All right.
2: We'll count that as our in-studio uh, guest.
3: <laughs>
1: Sounds good. Um, so anyways, if you want to play, go ahead, put your uh, guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We'll give you until... I think gates open at 3 tomorrow for for Attica. So we'll give you till 3 o'clock to get that guest in. So if you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or Spotify or whatever, you can uh, find our Facebook Live or YouTube Live, find the comments, type in just a number, and you're entered to win the Big D's Pizza, just like that. Uh, So uh, without further ado, uh, we have Caleb Griffith Griffith with us. Griffith with us. That is hard to say. Griffith Griffith with us. Uh, Congratulations on your win uh, Friday night.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it. It's, uh, it's been a little while.
1: Yeah, 2014 uh, champion. Um, what, uh, why has it been a little while? What's what's taking you so long?
4: Um, so, you know, won the championship in 14 with Al Davis, um, and then, uh, you know, had some success with that team, and then kind of moved on to racing with Ray Marshall there for a couple years in 15 and 16, and uh, won an Attica opener there, won an all-star race up to Butler, Um, and then, uh, took a couple years off, bought a house, tried to fix that up, got married. Um, and then in, in 2019, I started off with Jeff Ward and, um, you know, coming back, I I just remember thinking at the time that this is, you know, some of the best equipment I've ever been in. And, And I was, you know, pretty, pretty eager for the opportunity. And, um. Attica had changed a lot uh while I was gone and, and I mean really even continues to change a lot um with the tires and everything. So uh that first year we we uh started on the front row, one raced a little bit with Jack Hodden and uh ended up winning one in 19, but then uh 20 and 21 were pretty lean years. Uh most of most of 2020. Um well the first five nights we ran on tires from the year before and we were really good. I think we finished on the podium three of the first five nights. And then after that, we looked like we'd never done it before most of the rest of that year. So then last year we kind of started sneaking up on things, got some things figured out. And, um, by the end of the year, we were decent. So, uh, this winter, I felt better than I felt a couple winters. And, um, lo and behold had a couple decent runs early and, had a had a good starting spot there. Started on the outside front row the other night, and uh, it's like I was telling one of my buddies. You know, I mean, you start on the start on the front row, anything can go wrong. But uh, it's kind of like going forward on fourth and inches at the goal line. If you, if you don't win it, you, you kind of look dumb sometimes. So,
1: so you feel uh, that you, you kind of kept that momentum going that you started building up at the end of last season, going into this season.
4: Yeah, I think to a degree. We, I mean, there's tons of room for improvement at Fremont. Um, I'm just we're me more more than than mike the fellow that helps us I'm just not great at uh you know that uh slower ultra slick finesse style racing um i I think I can be I've just it's been so long since I've had the right feel in a car to to be decent at it um so we uh after Friday night we, we talk about what we want to do and kind of put a setup on the car and then show up Saturday at Fremont and then it, it rained for 45 minutes and was bullet fast. Really hammer night.
2: down. So,
4: yeah, kind of didn't didn't really learn a whole lot as far as uh, as far as the uh, real slick stuff. But um, had a decent run going and kind of got caught up in something late there and got the car a little bit dinged up. But uh, mostly got it back together. I'll finish it tomorrow morning and we'll go uh, go see what we've got against the Outlaws.
2: Didn't hurt <laughs> the top wing now, did you? Yeah. <laughs>
4: actually uh friday night at attica uh we get back to the trailer and jeff my car owner he notices there's a big hole in the hood so we get to looking and there's a like a corresponding hole in the dashboard Uh, not quite a hole like a rock hit it didn't punch it all the way through so we get the hood off and get to looking and uh there was a rock uh i mean it was it was kind of a flat rock but i would say it was end to end it like about as big as a softball is around laying on the right side valve cover up underneath the throttle linkage Jeez. and I, I said to him at the time i said man we're probably pretty lucky didn't pin the throttle open and i got to thinking about it and you know after the race was over uh the throttle was not pinned wide open probably about uh, 15 seconds for the whole feature race so it probably wasn't a great big deal anyway
1: <laughs> uh, going back to it to friday night uh, what's going through your mind uh toward the end of the race there when you got the lap cars right in front of you and, and Cole Macedo, uh breathing down your neck uh, right behind you?
4: So uh, I've won a couple and I've lost a couple late at Attica there in more or less exactly the same circumstances. And, and the thing that I've learned is uh, when you're coming up on lap cars, earlier in the race it seems like the closing speed is more dramatic, but as the race wears on, it's almost like everybody kind of finds an equilibrium. And it gets real difficult to pass. Like, I think I rode around behind TJ Michael there the last, man, five or six, maybe seven laps. Um, And the way he was running, he had no idea I was there. And I hadn't, I hadn't, I thought earlier in the race at one point I had seen Cole on the bottom. Turns out after watching the video, it was actually Brian Smith. He got a heck of a run and drove back up alongside me. But, uh, you know, I hadn't seen anybody really press the issue. So I was just trying to be uh kind of as calculated as i could about it um there's there had been a couple different points in time I, I led one late last year and caught some lappers and made it through the first handful pretty good but uh got to two people racing side by side with about three laps to go and um i slid them two for one but chris andrews was following me he watched me uh pull the slider going into turn one and he just ripped a cushion and then slid me going into turn three, so I was trying to you know really ease right up on people before I made a move a high low or you know whatever. So that way, if uh, if it was a move that didn't work out, you know you're going to lose some momentum, but at least you wouldn't lose as much track position as if you swung for it from a ways back.
2: Leading so, a race, leading a race is one of the hardest things you can do.
4: Well, <laughs> especially in in you know our particular uh, avenue of the sport you know you don't other than maybe looking at the scoreboard right. knowing who started where that sort of thing if you don't get any yellows uh you know it, it's pretty hard to pretty hard to figure out where you're good where you're not where they're good where they're not and you know another dynamic that's weird about Attica is so many times um uh, and I guess I haven't watched the late models enough to see if it happens with them but so many times in the 305s and the 410s a race will go, you know, five laps short of the distance, three laps short of the distance, and they'll have a yellow. And the guy leading, you know, he might have had a straightaway plus. And then, you know, on the restart, somebody will pass him and just drive off. So the other day I'm thinking, you know, as the laps are winding down, I had seen the halfway, and uh, shortly after that was the point where I thought I had seen Cole. So I had been really not running the cushion in the three, four. end. I was kind of eased down because the cushion was pretty gnarly and I didn't want to risk it. Well, after I thought I saw him, I moved back up and ran it for most of the rest of the race there. But, uh, I didn't see the five to go and I didn't see the two to go. So I'm like, man, this, this race just lasted forever. You know, (laughs) all of a sudden you get the white and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you've got to run the best laps you can run whether you're in traffic or not and and the nice thing about the other night was you know sometimes you'll get a car that feel wise you know from lap one to lap 30 it just just really feels like it drops off where you know early in the race you're almost on autopilot but by the end of the race you really got to stand up with the seat and drive the thing hard where the other night there other than having to be technical on the cushion like um you know the last third of the corner in the 3-4 end our car really didn't fade a lot at all, which, you know, I moved the wing some um, and that, you know, seemed to help. But uh, it, was, it was like I told Mike, Mike Birkin and, and Jeff Ward, the, the, the mechanic and car owner, respectively. When I got back, I said the hard part was done. I just had to go make 30 laps without messing up.
3: <laughs>
4: now,
1: you talked about uh, trading slide jobs. Uh, that's something I enjoy watching sprint cars do, yep. trade, you know, diving down deep, sliding up in front of the guy. When you're trading slide jobs uh, with, with somebody, is that fun for you or is that frustrating for you?
4: <laughs> I guess it depends on if you're the guy sliding <laughs> or get slid.
2: Slider, slidey.
4: Um, yeah, right. Uh, you know, I mean, um, it, it, it can be a lot of fun if you're passing cars. And I mean, I've had people uh, 20, 2016, I think. Um, I was racing for Ray Marshall. We ended up in the dash at the Doty, I believe. It might've just been a regular hour all all race. I'm not sure, but it was Attica and, um, I ran pretty good the first half of the race, but then we were kind of fading and, uh, late in the race, um, Dale Blaney still in the muddy car, uh, working with George, you know, here he comes, he slides me into turn three and, uh, I, you know, I see him coming. So I turned back underneath him drop down off of four and I pass him back well uh you know his car's his car's getting better as the race goes on my car's getting a little worse and uh he's just working me you know so the next lap he slides me a little deeper into turn three not like uh he didn't use me up but the um the completion of the slide job happened a little later around the corner and so by this time I know what's coming you know so I drop down I pass him again so headed into turn one the third lap man i really grab a handful of cushion and try to get as big a run as as i can because i know if he clears me the third lap it's going to be later in the corner and i'm going to have no defense and sure enough here he comes he clears me two thirds three quarters the way around the three four end and uh at that point you know he my momentum was just disrupted enough and he had enough drive he just drove off um but it's things like that you know just racing back and forth with a guy sometimes you know obviously you want to win you want to have a good night but uh Uh, I mean, it's just fun to go race with people, you know, because uh, maybe next week uh, you come out on the other end of things.
1: Gotcha. So what going into this weekend, you got the uh, the World of Outlaws coming into town, as you mentioned, tomorrow night. Uh, Do you do anything differently to to prepare?
4: Uh, Not really. I mean, um, you know, in the past, uh, you know, racing for Al Davis, racing for Ray Marshall, um, I've been maybe more consistently successful and and, you know maybe had a bit more confidence leading into when the all-stars or when the when the outlaws came to town Um, obviously you know running running as well as we did last week that's probably kind of buoyed our confidence as a team but uh, we got a little dinged up on Saturday at Fremont so we had to take the car and get uh, a little bit of repair done on the the front end Um, and you know sometimes you get them repaired and they're the exact same car when you get them back and Sometimes you get them repaired and they're, you know, a little bit different, a little bit different personality or just, you know, the way the car feels of the setup inputs that it needs. So we're going to kind of put on it, you know, provided when we get there, the racetrack conditions are similar, something, something similar to what we had last week and uh, try to get a good qualifying time because that's far and away the biggest condition with, uh, I mean, it's big with the all-stars with a four invert, but the outlaws with them starting to heat race his heads up uh if you don't qualify well you're pretty much buried so that's uh i would say that's the biggest thing
1: so what do you what are you uh what do you think your chances are of uh back-to-back wins at attica then phew <laughs> um <laughs> you think I mean, you have to uh, work a little harder this weekend
4: oh certainly certainly um mike the fellow that's helping me um he's he's had some stuff come up so he won't be able to make it tomorrow So, uh, unfortunately, yours truly is going to be the driver and uh, the guy making the setup decisions. So, usually there's not a worse possible alternative than that. Um, I'm going to try to go tomorrow and not outthink myself. But, uh, you know, the the problem with that is I'll go and I'll sit in the stage lane and I'll think, okay, if I go out and the car's good, these are the changes I need to make for the next time we hit the racetrack. But if the car's not good, these are the changes I need to make. And, you know, after a while you get get thinking about, too many numbers and changes and things and you need to focus on just driving. Exactly. There's some people that can, can wrench and drive, but, uh, I've never been one of those people. So, um, I just want to go tomorrow and try to concentrate on the driving and I'll probably, uh, probably talk to Mike on the phone a little bit. And, um, however, tomorrow falls out, you know, we'll go with, uh, we want to do well and we're confident, but we're not going to go with a ton of expectation to the point where, um, you know, uh, you put too much pressure on yourself and and ruin things at some point during the night
1: now are you running uh for the the track championship then this year?
4: i probably won't um i changed changed jobs here over the off season and I worked kind of an oddball schedule um so after july uh sorry after the second week of august it's gonna be pretty hard for me to um I'll have to do shift trades and things like that if I want to race. So uh, probably after that point in the year, we'll just pick and choose some. But even um, if
2: you're on top of the points yeah, at that, I was going right to say. Down. Well,
4: <laughs> I guess we'll uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Gotcha.
1: Well, uh, what about uh, next year? Uh, looking ahead, I mean, you keep uh, running four tens.
4: Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Uh, see how the year pans out, and um, you know guess as long as we can keep Jeff happy, uh, and he, he was pretty happy the other night, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll uh, keep it rolling, you know?
1: All right. Well, uh, good luck tomorrow night. Uh, we're hoping that you may get uh, some back to, uh, back-to-back wins here.
2: Yeah.
4: Hey, uh, like I told you before, I don't know about the whole setup part, but I can guarantee I'll be on the gas.
1: Well, maybe those repairs, you know, you said it might change things. Maybe it'll make things right. faster where you don't need to do anything
4: right let's hope
2: <laughs> again i don't know if caleb heard early on but uh our guests have a remarkable record of winning after they've the next show after Shoo! they've after they've been on
1: yeah no pressure
4: well, so don't what, disappoint uh, us dude <laughs> yeah if if uh we can go pull her off tomorrow i'll, I'll buy you guys all the big d's oh, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sounds like a deal whether there's
4: 43 cars or not <laughs>
1: Awesome. Well, uh, we appreciate the time, Caleb. Get that car fixed, and uh, we look forward to seeing you out there tomorrow.
4: All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. Yep. Thanks,
1: See Caleb. There you go. Caleb Griffith, uh, winner last week at uh, Attica. Going to try and make it two in a row. This time the uh, World of Outlaw is going to be in town.
2: Pretty cool. How yeah. come you get the big screen? I don't,
1: because he left and it decided to put me there. Wow. There we go. Need to be over there so that way when I look no. at you, it looks like I'm looking at you over oh, yeah. the screen too. Yeah, that's why you're in the the number one seat there. Yes. Um, our weekend uh, Big D Pizza racing menu. We got a it's a pretty big menu this it weekend. Is. Yeah, a lots, lots going on tomorrow night. Uh, we have and and as soon as we're done with this, uh, we will be uh, checking out Ryan Weekman in our weekend weather pit stop. Oh, and we also have a, a quick uh, hammer down hotline. Really, playback. Yeah, right. and it's a uh, it's for you actually. Ooh. Uh, Lime Land Motorsports Park tomorrow night. It's the uh, Run for the Rabbit featuring NRA, uh, Sprint Invaders, uh, UMP Modifieds, uh, Thunderstocks, Gates Open at 5, Racing at 7.30, General Admission for Adults, 12 bucks there. Attica, of course, uh, we mentioned it's the Kistler Engines Classic Night featuring the World of Outlaw, NAS Energy, Drink, Sprint Cars. 410s and the 305s in action. 305s be running for a thousand to win. Gates open at three o'clock tomorrow at Attica. Racing at 745. Adult General Mission 32 bucks uh, for that World of Outlaw show. Saturday. Saturday. So we have uh Flat Rock Speedway. Uh we'll be having RM Recycling Kids Day. Kids 12 and under. No, kids under 12 get in free, plus get a free hot dog. Um they're gonna have an enduro 250, the figure eight, street stocks. TKC carts, and a uh, Kids Power Wheels der- Derby. Ooh, Demo Derby. I didn't say Demo Derby, just said Derby.
2: Oh, I'm sure it it's is. It's probably,
1: yeah. Gates open at 1.30. Uh, yeah, don't forget uh, Flat Rock's still starting.
2: A little early. Going
1: with the early starts for the month of May here. So Gates uh, opening at 1.30, racing at 4, general admission. Uh, actually, I don't know how much general admission is for that. Uh, but if you're under 12, it's free. So. There you go. Oakshade in action. Hopefully we're going to get this uh, season started out there. Bill Reckner Memorial, uh, late model sportsman, Dominator Superstocks, Compacts, Gates Open at 4 Racing at 7. Uh, general admission for adults just $14. Fremont Speedway on Saturday night as well. Crown Battery Night featuring the AFCS uh, 410 sprints, the AFCS 305 sprints. Trucks, all back in action. Gates Open at 4 Racing at 7. General admission for adults, 15 bucks in Dusky Speedway. Uh, we'll be hosting the Ohio Wheelman Series, Street Stocks, uh, the CRS Trucks, Pure Stocks, Renegades, and Beginner Stocks. Gates open at four, racing at seven. General Mission 15 bucks in Sandusky. Montpelier Motor Speedway over there in Montpelier, Indiana. Five-in-one show featuring the UMP Modified Super Stocks, Street Stocks, Hornets, and the Dirt Truck Series. Uh, dirt Track Truck Series. Right. Gates open at three over there in Montpelier, racing at 7.22 p.m., $12 general admission for adults over there and Eldora in action uh, this weekend. As a matter of fact, it's family fireworks night, number one, featuring the NRA 360 sprints, modified Eldora stocks, gates open at 5, racing at 7.30, adult general admission, uh, 10 bucks there. I believe uh, Craig's running Eldora Saturday night, and then he's going to go to Toledo on, uh, on Sunday. On Sunday. Still have that, yeah. So uh, Toledo Speedway in action uh, Sunday. It's Clean Harbors uh, Safety Clean Kids Day Autograph Day. Uh, kids under 12 free, plus they get a free hot dog just like uh, the night before at, uh, at Flat Rock. So if you don't want to feed your kids for uh, two consecutive meals, take them to Flat Rock Friday night and uh, Toledo Speedway on, on Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Uh, gates will open at 1130 for, for that. They're going to have the uh, Midwest Modifieds doing the Glass City 50, Late Model Sportsman in action. And that's uh, where Craig Dippen's going to yes, be making sir. his asphalt debut. Has he yep. run
2: asphalt before? Is that going to be his uh, asphalt debut? I, I think he's run Sandusky for the hangover. Yeah, that's a, but that's but, in a dirt that's, car. That's, that's a different deal. He actually
1: has a late model sportsman. Correct.
2: Interesting. Well, let's
1: see how he does with uh, the guys would, that have some experience. The last him.
2: I talked to him, he was looking for a set of radios. So if anybody has uh, the two-way radios that would be required, give Craig a call.
1: Uh, factory stocks also in action. So three classes there, Toledo speedway, as I mentioned, gates open at 1130 racing at two adult general Mission 21 bucks, uh, for that show at Toledo speedway. Uh, other series action this weekend. We, as I mentioned, the world of outlaw is going to be at Attica Friday and then Sharon speedway on Saturday, uh, Lucas oil late model dirt series. They'll be in Iowa at 300 raceway on Friday and uh, 34 raceway, uh, on Saturday, the uh, World of Outlaw Case Late Models. Bloomsburg Fairgrounds Raceway tonight. Marion Center Raceway on Friday. Port Royal Speedway on Saturday. Tezos uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, as we mentioned earlier when we were talking to Justin, they're going to be at Wilmot Raceway uh, tomorrow night. Plymouth Dirt Track Saturday. And Angel Park Speedway on Sunday. Cup Series uh, is going to be uh, the All-Star Race. That's this weekend. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's going to be at Texas Motor Speedway, Sunday night, 8 o'clock on FS1. And I think uh, there's some preliminary events before that. Like that means six that or next something.
2: weekend's Memorial Weekend. Wow, and, you're right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the Coca-Cola 600 coming up then.
2: And Indy.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big race, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Xfinity Series uh, will also be at Texas uh, Motor Speedway this weekend for the Texas 250. That uh, will be Saturday at 1.30 p.m. That'll be on FS1. And the Truck Series also in action for the Speedy Cash 220 Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, that's tomorrow night, Friday night, 8.30 on FS1. And now how about we check out that weekend weather pit stop with uh, our good buddy over there at W2OL11, Ryan Weakman, to find out uh, what the, the weather situation is for this weekend.
0: Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm meteorologist Ryan Weakman, looking hot Friday down at Land and Attica with races in the evenings. Afternoon highs are going to be in the low 90s, still going to be very warm and muggy by race time, almost feeling like midsummer for those. Saturday gets a little more interesting. Let's talk about Flat Rock, Oak Shade, Fremont, Sandusky, Montpelier, and Eldora. We're going to have the risk for some pop-up thunderstorms, especially as we get later into the evening hours, so we'll have to watch those closely. During the day, it's going to be warm. It's going to be muggy. Those showers and thunderstorms are more likely to develop near and after 4 p.m., which I realize pretty much puts all the races at jeopardy. Uh, Again, later into the evening, chances increase. And Sunday, over at Toledo Speedway, I think the rain is out of here by then. That's an afternoon uh, start time. We should see temperatures falling down. Pretty comfortable, a little bit muggy. Temperatures will probably be in the 70s there. For WTOL 11, I'm meteorologist Ryan Weakman. Yeah,
2: so it's another one of those weekends. If you don't have the WTOL Weather App, make sure you get it. Ryan will keep you up to date.
1: Yes, and uh, make sure to uh, follow uh, if the weather does look a little questionable. Make sure to uh, keep an eye on social media or track websites. Absolutely. Wherever you're planning on going to. If uh, you want to call, leave a message, uh, be on the show. There's your uh, hammer down hotline number, 419-318-3081. That's 419 419-318- 318 Three zero eight one. We did get a, a call after our last week's show. Actually, uh, voice might might sound familiar as uh, this particular person was on the show last week. Really? Hey, Scott. John Nida here. Uh, thanks again for having me on the show. Uh, I really enjoyed it, Scott. Uh, I wanted to give you a call. Please tell Ron I apologize for stepping on him. Uh, I could hear him fine at the very beginning. And then I kind of lost him in the middle. Uh, there are times I don't think I could hear him at all. And then all of a sudden near the end, I could hear him uh, good again. I didn't realize uh, he was talking, and I was uh, opening my mouth. Uh, once again, Scott, thank you. Uh, good luck, and uh, we'll be talking to you. Bye now.
2: John, if you're listening, no big deal, my friend. And we figured out
1: why. Apparently, there were some issues with yep, the yep. the headphone adapter over there. Yep. So
2: the headphone adapter had a black uh, black eye, black uh, Yeah, a black insulator on it, and we went with the solid gold ones. Boy, yeah. is that better?
1: There you go. Uh, next week on the show, uh, we may be uh, talking to John Bailey. I guess we hope so. Circle back with him uh, early Monday morning, and uh, maybe we'll get uh, one of some more uh, weekend winners on the show again yeah. next week. And since I don't know who that is yet, no, I can't tell you who that is, but we'll, we'll figure out something. It'll be fun. Uh, in any case, we'll be back. Uh, same bad time, same bad channel, uh, seven o'clock Thursday night, Eastern. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And thanks again to our guest tonight, Justin Peck. Uh, we appreciate him coming on, uh, Caleb Griffith, uh, Alan Islander for the, uh, the shirts. Yeah. Um, what else do we have to thank? Heather Nylander. Oh, and, and,
2: thank you for their shirts. Yes, that too. Uh, if you're up already in the morning.
1: <laughs> Thanks to our sponsors once again, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, Free Spring Photos, and uh, Dominator Race Products. Uh, make sure to like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Uh, you follow us on YouTube, too. We're on there. Search Hammer Down Racing Report. We're on there. Uh, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, on all of them. I think, uh, was there, like 78 of them or something? We're on all 94 of them. I'm just yeah, making up numbers.
2: Wh- whatever it is, yeah. we're there.
1: Uh, check out our website, HammerDownRacingReport.com. For, uh, if you want to become an advertiser, we got advertiser information on their shows. If you can't figure out how to get to uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or any of these other things, you can listen to the shows right on our website.
2: I wonder if people are traveling. I wonder if we're on SiriusXM.
1: <laughs> I don't. Do they have a podcast channel? Well, I don't know. That I don't know either. Uh, make sure to uh, rate and review us. Share us with your friends. Uh, only rate and review us though if you're going to give us uh, good marks. If you're not, then uh, we don't, don't, don't hear from. Don't you. waste your time. You know we're not worth your time for, in that case, right?
0: Absolutely. Again, uh,
1: give us a call on the hammer down Hotline four one nine three one eight three zero eight one and that's uh, going to put the wraps on this show. Thanks to our associate producer uh, Dave Cammer. Uh, also our, uh, contributors, uh, John Young, Matt Swander, Doug Dock, Bob Stajak. Um,
2: yeah. It was almost. good being back in the studio, Scott. Yeah, it we was, missed you was, last it week. Was, it was really tough on the phone. Missed, yeah. Didn't I, enjoy that at all. Well, good. I'm glad you're back in the studio. Maybe we can get,
1: convince, uh, John to come down from Adrian.
2: Maybe. In the studio. I'll, yeah.
1: I'll have to talk him into it. All right. Uh, we're out. We'll see, you, uh, next, uh, Thursday. Seven right? o'clock. You're going you to be back
2: in the studio again? Uh, I'm planning on it. All right. Bye-bye. See y'all.
0: You have been listening to the hammer down racing report available on demand on iTunes, Google podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
4: Hi listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from evergreen podcasts and sound talent media called pit lane parlay.